December the 30th, 2023, 1 Samuel chapter 30. Encourage oneself. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for this another opportunity as we embark on the day before the last day of this new year, of this year of 2023. We thank you, Father God, have you how you have guided us, how you have directed us, how you allow us to embrace your truth and walk with you as you talk with us and you lead us. We love you, Father God. We bless you and we look forward for this day, our daily bread, to hear from you, to bask in your presence, to be your witnesses in the world that we live in on this side of eternity. Bless you in the precious and majestic name of your son, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And family, I thank you on today. Thank you. Thank you for being with us all throughout the year. Even if you just joined us for a day or for or for a month, let's say, or a few episodes. Thank you for your consistency. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your endurance. Thank you for being a brother or a sister in Christ, knowing that we are one. And God has allowed us to entitle this particular episode, Encourage Oneself, which we as a family do each and every day as we read, as we text, as we call, as we pray, we encourage one another. This particular episode in 1 Samuel chapter 30 is entitled, Encourage Oneself. And although tomorrow is officially the last day of the year of 2023, and we will end this book tomorrow with the last of Saul, a key character of this book, it is befitting that today is the last that we hear of David in this book. It reminds me of the principle, how you enter a new thing is determined by how you left the old. David, out of his natural way of thinking as opposed to his spiritual way, has deceived the Philistines into thinking he is on their side. I believe in this chapter that David's eyes are open to the truth of his heart. And that is that his heart is and always was with Yahweh. We all have had or, or will have a season of self-reliance where we depend more on self than God, but we don't have to. We can acknowledge God in all our ways and let Him direct our path. Holy Spirit, have your way on today. Lead us and guide us into all truth as we glorify God in Jesus' mighty and majestic name. Glory, hallelujah. Be encouraged on today, family. 1 Samuel chapter 30. Encourage oneself. Now when David and his men came to Ziglag on the third day, the Amalekites had made a raid against the Negev and against Ziglag. And they had overcome Ziglag and burned it with fire and taken captive the women and all who were in it, both small and great. They killed no one 
but carried them off and went their way. And when David and his men came to the city, they found it burned with fire, and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him raised their voices and wept until they had no more strength to weep. David's two wives also had been taken captive, Abinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, Bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought the ephod to David, and David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue this band? Shall I overtake them? He answered them, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake, and you shall surely rescue. So David set out, and the six hundred men who were with him, and they came to the brook Besor, where those who were left behind stayed. But David pursued he and four hundred men. Two hundred stayed behind, who were too exhausted to cross the brook of Besor. They found an Egyptian in the open country and brought him to David. And they gave him bread, and he ate. They gave him water to drink. And they gave him a piece of cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit revived, for he had not eaten bread or drunk water for three days and three nights. And David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? He said, I am a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite, and my master left me behind because I fell sick three days ago. We had made a raid against the Negev of the Cherethites, and against that which belongs to Judah, and against the Negev of Caleb, and we burned Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, Will you take me down to this land? And he said, Swear to me by God that you will not kill me or deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will take you down to this band. And when he had taken them down, behold, they were spread abroad over all the land, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. And David struck them down from twilight until the evening of the next day, and not a man of them escaped, except four hundred young men who mounted camels and fled. David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken, and David rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, whether small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything that had been taken. David brought back all. David also captured all the flocks and herds, and the people drove the livestock before him and said, This is David's spoil. Then David came to the two hundred men who had been exhausted to follow David, and who had been left at the brook Besor. And they went out to meet David and to meet the people who were with him. And when David came near to the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless fellows among the men had gone with who had gone with David said, because they did not go up with us, we will not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered, except that each man may lead away his wife and children and depart. But David said, You shall not do so, my brothers, with what the Lord has given us. He has preserved us, 
and given into our hand the band that came against us. Who would listen to you in this matter? For as his share is who goes down into the battle, so shall his share be who stays by the baggage. They shall share alike. And he made it a statue and a rule for Israel from that day forward to this day. When David came to Ziglag, he sent part of the spoils to his friends, the elders of Judah, saying, Here is a present for you from the spoil of the enemies of the Lord. It was for those in Bethel, in Ramoth of the Negev, in Jatir, in Aurora, in Simoth, in Eshtemoah, in Rakal, in the cities of the Jehemelmites, in the cities of the Kenites, in Hormah, in Borishan, in Atak, and Hebron, for all the places where David and his men had roamed. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word this morning, Father God. Encourage oneself. Wow, this chapter is filled with nuggets from beginning to end. Let us let us name a few and, and see if time allows to expound on, on one or two. Captivity, loss, disappointment, weeping, stoning, stress, emotional suffering, bitterness, resentment, encouragement, prayerfulness, guidance, the inquiring of God, excess or gluttony, fellowship, ordinances, gratitude, confirming relationships. Let us expound on captivity. The captivity of the wives and children of David and, and his men are certainly part of the consequences of David's decision to be deceitful to the Philistine king instead of completely relying on God to keep him from the hand of Saul. As a result of this captivity, we find disappointment and weeping, emotional suffering and bitterness. There's resentment even such to where the people feel like stoning David. But what does David do? He does two things that are essential and vital to all believers who confess Jesus as Lord. He lifted up his heart unto heaven and encouraged himself in the Lord. Glory, hallelujah. In addition, he inquired of the Lord, what shall he do next? These family are two concepts that are not easy to do, but must be done if you desire to grow in the will and ways of the Lord our God. I wish we had time for, for more, but, but gratitude is another nugget in this chapter that I will say is vital to our walk. At the end of the chapter, David shared the spoils with the leaders and elders of the places where he had roamed. This display of gratitude for their help solidified his relationships with them. His display of godliness. The necessity of one another family is vital to our success as ambassadors of the kingdom of God. Dear Heavenly Father, glory, hallelujah, I offer up to you a a sacrifice of praise, a shout of hallelujah, glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you 
for being the great I am. The El Shaddai, the, the King of Kings, Elohim, God Almighty, the God who sees, the God who provides, the Most High God, the God who lives. Glory, glory to you, Father God. We lay before you each day, Father, because we are your vessels for your glory. We have been called out for, for mission to be a witness in this dark world. Father God, sometimes this journey can be, it can become challenging, lonely, and, and dismal. But oh, Father God, oh, glory, glory, hallelujah. That is, when, that is when we turn to you even the more, encouraging oneself, pulling from within, you that is within, and allow that joy to be our strength, propelled by you, the greatness that is in us, denouncing he that is in the world. Great is thy faithfulness that is in us. Glory, hallelujah. As long as we rely on you daily, all throughout our day, we shall continue to fight the good fight of faith, knowing that we are the victors, the overcomers, the conquerors. Glory, glory, hallelujah. And in Christ Jesus, there is nothing we cannot get through. We bless you, Father God. We praise you and exalt you in the mighty and majestic name of your son Jesus. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, as we say each and every day, be encouraged. Even as the word has spoke unto us unto day, encourage one another or encourage oneself if you have to. Yes, we know indeed, as we said, this may be a challenge to do that when you are struggling or when you're sick or when you're going through a hard time or someone has disappointed you or upset you or when you didn't get what you thought you ought to get. Sometimes it's hard to encourage oneself. But this is what the word is for. We hide it in our hearts so that we do not sin against the Lord, so that in times of need, it springs forth like a well of living water. Encourage oneself when you have to, family. As we go into tomorrow, I want to say to you even now, look forward to a happy new year. Look forward to ending this year strong, that you may start the new afresh, that you may be the witness that God has called you to be. And those of you, my friends, who do not understand or clearly hear or recognize or receive this word on today, it's because of sin. Sin has come into our life and blinded us all at some point of our lives. But, oh God, God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened, your ears shall hear. You shall taste and see that the Lord our God, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. And as we said in this chapter, as we said in this episode, and as we've been saying all throughout the year, this journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be shared with and in community. We love you, family. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, glory, hallelujah.